This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. King Kong ain't got shit on me! And here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Realish. My name is LJ Jones. I'm Derek. And my name is Jess. So, everybody, you guys know Derek. This is my friend Jess, and uh, I'm so happy to have her on today's podcast as a guest, maybe as a permanent uh, future co-host, who knows? It's up to her. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we have to see uh, how our how our uh, first impression is on her. We have to see if she likes us. Yeah. Just, that just makes me more anxious. I was already anxious, and now I just <laughs> I have to perform well now. So we had to be on our best behavior. <laughs> always, always. <clears throat> And let's just talk about your performance, Jessica. We met on set on a film. You always perform well, so I don't know what you're talking about. I thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so it's been kind of a long hiatus as we tried to kind of figure out what we wanted to do with Realish. Um, just trying to figure out the best way to kind of put it together and get it out there. Uh, so uh, today is somewhat of a rebrand for Realish. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna gonna kind of go over well, and I'm excited to hear what the people have to say um so without further ado uh how about we get into some news sir all right so i got i got i'm gonna start off on a sad note so that we can then build and, and grow to happiness okay so so the sad note uh is um bismarcky passed away uh this past week yeah. So, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, Bismarcky, uh, the innovative yet proudly goofy rapper, DJ, and producer who's known for self-deprecating lyrics and his off-key wail on songs like Just a Friend earned him the nickname Clown Prince of Hip-Hop. He died on Friday. He was 57 years old. His death was confirmed by his manager, who did not specify the cause or say where he died. So if you're a fan of hip-hop, Bismarcky's a legend. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that, his death kind of hit me. Um, kind of almost as hard as Mac Miller's did. Oh, oh man. Okay. Mac definitely hit a lot of people hard. So. Yeah. 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 I, I, Mac, you know what? And I, I'll say this: Mac didn't hit me hard because I wasn't. I'm not into his music. I haven't. Been I mean, really I'm into his music. I was never really like a huge Mac Miller fan either, but like I think it's just all the people around me were. Mm -hmm. So when he passed it was like a collective yeah just like grievance yeah and i kind of got pulled into that and like seeing stuff now i'm like oh wow like he was like super super talented so yeah. It, it, it's yeah yeah I, I started going back to listen to his stuff a little bit i just haven't been able to do a deep dive into it but but kind of kind of similar to the 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 you know how people reacted to max death uh, that's mm -hmm. the thing about Bismarcky. Maybe a lot of people nowadays don't know who he is or what he's done, um, but the impact he's had behind the scenes, uh, not just on music, but but in people's lives. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of the entertainers that we love today, he had a massive impact on them. And just kind of, you know, a lot of people are learning who he was as a person outside of an artist. Mm -hmm. And I uh, just think that the death is uh, tragic. You know, he's been sick. Uh, we've known that. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's just, uh, it's sad. It's sad yeah. that that happened, but rest in peace to Bismarcky. We're sending a lot of love to his family. Um, and with that being said, we'll move on to, to, to news story number two, Space Jam. Space Jam, a new legacy, uh, is in homes on HBO Max. And uh, Warner Brothers proves again that when they shell out on TV spots, they can open a film in theaters 
to a solid number. In this case, it was the best three-day we've seen for a family film during the pandemic, taking in $31.65 million. That's also the best for Warner Brothers during the COVID era, beating Godzilla vs. Kong's big Easter opening of $31.625 million. This film is also a record career opening for director Malcolm D. Lee, beating the opening weekend of his film Girls Trip, which earned $31.2 million on its opening week. Oh, I think that I think that's incredible uh, when you look at the fact that it's on HBO Max and people still hit the theaters to check the film out. I feel like we're in a time right now where I because like I live in L.A. We actually just uh, enacted another mask mandate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it started yesterday. Um, so no matter in, indoors, outdoors, you have to be wearing a mask in just because cases are rising. And um we're, we're just into an area where you can go out again, you can go to the movie theaters and you can like almost have like a normal life. And mm -hmm. I think this is like the first, like last weekend and this past weekend were like the first real times that people were able to like go out and do stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you can, you can see it in things like that. Like those box office numbers definitely are a lot higher because people are actually going out to, to theaters. Um, but I think it was good for this movie. It's, it's definitely a, a fun family movie. So for people to go out and like be with their families in an almost normal situation yeah. after this past year, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's nice. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I expected it to do well, uh, but 30, you said 30, what, 31? Uh, yeah, it was um... 31.7. 31.65. Well, see, I'm still confused how how HBO factors into the box office numbers. It doesn't. It doesn't? No, because they're because that's all it's automatic there if you subscribe to their to their their streaming service. It's different. Like when you and what that's actually the next point when I'm gonna talk about Black Widow. Um Disney is implementing the sales from the premiere release on Disney Plus. They're combining that with the theatrical release. Um, but they HBO and Warner, Warner Brothers isn't doing that because they're, they're not charging an extra fee to see these new films same day. That is interesting. That's the part of it I didn't even think about, like how those numbers factor into, into each other. I, like, I think we were headed, we, we, we've discussed this before, we were headed in this direction already. Um, with streaming services anyway uh, the pandemic just kind of propelled it a little bit but i don't think they're going to be able to get away from this i know i know they don't like i know what they want is to basically keep it in theaters and that's it but these streaming services are going to be that's how we gonna, we're going to get our, our 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 movies now on <laughs> like why not there are more people like me that like to just that don't want to go out <laughs> <laughs> that still want to you know watch the movie that you know it, it would just make more sense if you just go ahead and and do the uh, uh releases on these streaming services so that's why i love what hbo uh, has been doing i haven't i'm not paying 30 dollars from disney plus I, I, not not extra i'm sorry I, I i i was tempted with black widow but I'm just gonna wait till it becomes free like on Disney Plus. That'll be what next month, I think. I wait. Yeah, I think it's like six weeks six after weeks. like release. Six to eight weeks, I think, is usually like the average. Um, okay. 
but yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. It's, it's like, it's a really good way for these platforms to still make things accessible to people, especially after this last year, like mm-hmm. the entire industry had to re evaluate how people are like what people are willing to do to like see movies and stuff. Like I know, um, I have uh, like Disney plus and everything through like friends um, mm-hmm. or like my roommates mm-hmm. and one of them has like a little sister. So she just like buys everything all the time. Cause she's like, she's like, I'm going to get this stuff for my little sister. So I fortunately get to, you know, piggyback <laughs> off that. So I get to watch all of these movies like the day that they're released. Yeah. And um, it's really, really nice because like going to the movies is like, for me, like <laughs> for me going out and being social is like a, it's like a, I have to prepare for it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> to be able to get the same experience, but be home and comfy and I can yeah. like make popcorn for myself and it's not $20. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice. And I, I do think that there's a lot of people that are very much in that same boat. So paying for that, like little bit of a premium mm-hmm. is, is worth it for a lot of people. And I think that's what a lot of these like film production companies are going to have to just kind of sit with because I think that they do get a lot more engagement when a lot more people have an easier access to it Mm -hmm. Um, and that's through those streaming sites like if uh, with um, Space Jam you have to have a HBO Max account but it has to be the like $14.99 a month account yeah Um, if you have the regular base one which is like 10 bucks you wouldn't be able to watch it so you're still technically paying a little bit of a premium for it But I mean, in the long run, it's worth it. You could go to the movie theaters and pay like $10, $15 per person, mm-hmm. or you could pay, you know, 30 bucks and have like six people sit and watch it unlimited. So yeah. I yeah. think it's a balance because people do still enjoy theaters, but I like being at home. Yeah. That's the thing. I love theaters. I miss going to the theater. I haven't, I don't even remember the last movie that I saw in theaters now because <laughs> it's just been that long, but like I love it but I don't I don't like the prep work like having to go you know <laughs> having to actually go somewhere I don't like that <laughs> Derek's a big germaphobe too yeah. just so you know Jess um, yeah 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 he's I, scared of outside um yeah. <laughs> and and I I respect it I respect it you gotta be yeah I'll be in a movie theater with a hoodie on just just so my hands like, touch you got seat. like gloves getting the hoodies just like curled up in your own little world <laughs> yeah <laughs> hazmat suit with the hoodie on over it i'm telling like you right it. now man i actually thought about getting a hazmat suit those like those like first couple weeks of the pandemic the outfits that people would put together to go to like the grocery store still will forever have a place in my brain i, saw one, I saw one a few weeks ago really yes very weird very weird this lady <laughs> had a like a helmet on with uh gloves that went all the way to her elbows yeah. and I, so I saw that I saw that here in Florida, but I can only imagine in LA how um, interesting the 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 protection was for some people. I didn't go outside, so no. <laughs> we 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 very much like the only times we would go out would be to the grocery store, and it was on like a very like rare occasion we would go and get like a big grocery shop so we wouldn't have to go and we yeah. bought a lot of like frozen stuff and like canned stuff so we didn't need to like leave very often um and it really wasn't until like june of last year when like there was that, that partial reopen mm-hmm. um 
that we actually like went out and did anything but like at that point like people were over it so like there wasn't as much like major coverage people just had their masks if they have even, masks. even when i came out and saw you was that september i think or october um, i think it was i think it was like uh yeah i think it was like october september october like the end of september ish everybody was wearing their masks but you could tell that it was kind of lax and people were over it uh, yeah but yeah, and that and that was after like several months after the the partial. But um, now in terms of theaters, I just I love the the atmosphere of a theater. I love the experience. Uh, I saw In the Heights nine times in the movie theater. Um, Jesus, <laughs> not, oh, they did that well because of you. <laughs> you single handedly gave them their box office numbers. Well, I have the Regal Unlimited thing. I pay eighteen dollars a oh. month, and I can see the mo- as, okay. as many movies as I want. So that is how I did it. Otherwise, I would not have done it. But nine times in the movie theater and four times on HBO Max. I love In the Heights. And with that being said, we'll move to the next story. Um, <laughs> Black Widow's Fall from Grace. Marvel and Disney's Black Widow fell to number two in its second week outing with just $26.3 million for the July 16th through 18th weekend. The superhero pick suffered a steep 67% decline, one of the biggest drops ever for a Marvel title and the worst among the Marvel Cinematic Universe films released by Disney. When announcing opening weekend box office results for uh, the July 9th through 11th, Disney made pandemic era history when taking the unusual step of adding Disney Plus premiere access revenue to Black Widow's total number. That pushed the film's total global opening past the $218 million mark, thanks to the $60 million generated from households choosing to watch the superhero pick at home for $30. I love Black Widow. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. I tend to rate movies based on if I would like to be in them, if I would like enjoy like being one of the actors on that film. And that is, that movie is one of the ones that I wish I could have been a part of. Like that it's, it was just cool. It was so cool. I still, I still, I'm, I can't wait to watch it, but I wonder if that drop had anything to do with people just being over waiting for the film i mean we've been waiting for black widow for how long now at least like two years right because it was yeah. supposed to it's yeah where it sits in the marvel in the timeline anyway is like right after it's like civil right war. after like civil war yeah so yeah, and there's been what sense. like there's been like four movies four or five movies after that one yeah so it's it definitely sits in a weird place on the timeline based on its like release and it, i think i think i agree i feel like a lot of people are like we wanted this like years ago like why are we getting it now like yeah. i don't feel the need to see it right now because like yeah. it's already way past in the timeline for where it sits so mm-hmm. that i definitely that could have been part of it but the thing that kind of took me out of the film was like a lot of the a lot of the moments where it was uh, supposed to be like oh my god is is, is black widow gonna make it out of this well, yeah, she does because she's in the next three movies. So yeah. I don't really care. It's not. It's not. You know, like, like I'm not worried. I'm not. So it kind of pulled me out of it, just yeah. knowing that I didn't need to be concerned because I know that she makes it uh, a few more years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, so behind closed doors, the decision to tack on the sixty million dollars infuriated cinema owners who have otherwise been willing to abide by a day and date theatrical slash streaming release because of the COVID nineteen crisis and the slow nature of the box office recovery. This weekend, Disney declined to release updated premiere access numbers, further muddling the issue for exhibitors. 
So, so I wonder how theaters are pissed, but I wonder with Disney deciding not to update, I wonder how, how drastic of a dip uh, it was from the first week, 60 million. Oh, it's, it has to be drastic. Who's, who's everybody would have spend... done it the first week. Yeah. yeah. Who's still yeah. spending that money right now? Like mm-hmm. if you weren't going to, if you weren't going to pay for it in that first weekend, you're not gonna. You're just gonna wait for it. Like I, right. I literally, I was contemplating like hard because I'm not. I'm not gonna just spend extra money on on the movie, right? But yeah. I thought about it because I was thinking, I'm like, how how am I realistically going to be able to avoid spoilers? But I'm just gonna take my chance, you know. Like some stuff's already already been spoiled. I think a little bit, but I kind of already knew, what you know how it was gonna be. So can't really say it was really spoiled but i'm not spending 30 dollars on this movie and like and of course like you you include the people that are in your household that are on your account right like i have four people that are on my account so like realistically if i wanted to have everyone pitch in for it we could but i'm not i'm just not doing that it just it doesn't make any sense <laughs> it's okay can you give me like 950 so we can like buy this movie collectively <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. So do you, do you guys think that there is in any world where where uh, theaters and like same day streaming can coincide and both be successful and do well, or do you think that theaters are going to die off in favor of the same day streaming? I feel like I feel like they're, they're definitely going to coexist. I don't think that's ever going to not be a thing because people do enjoy going to the theaters. Is it is an experience? Like movie theaters have been a thing for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. You know, people people have enjoyed theaters, going to theaters. Um, you have premieres at theaters where you can get together with a big group of people and just like have a good time. I don't think that's ever going to go away. Right. But with the way that like media is going with streaming services, that's not going to go away either. You know, especially with um, uh, like the Oscars and the Emmys now allowing like tv shows and movies to be considered even though they're a streaming versus like an actual release mm-hmm. it's never going to go away i don't know how well they're going to coexist like business wise like you're definitely going to have those like head honchos that are just going to be like pissed all the time about it because mm-hmm. they're like oh well the online thing did this and we only did this or like vice versa <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're going to have that like constant battle but i don't think either one is going to just disappear yeah, yeah i agree with you I think I both sides have to figure out a way to um, incentivize. Like, what? what's the reason you expect me to get dressed and drive to the theater over watching it at my, at my house? Like, what, what, what do I get? Now, I love the theater experience. You're not going to get that just anywhere. The, the, the surround sound, the, the environment, the... The, the big, big comfy chairs. Ch- yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna get that just going, you know, just going to your living room. But what is the incentive? And I think if they can figure out what, um, what will separate them in terms of being the theater versus the the streaming site, I think I think they'll be able to coexist properly because you have the convenience of streaming. You just have to figure out what you know. As if you're the theater, what what's the element that you can bring to the table that will allow the, the, the viewer to really just want to choose you over staying home. Right. You know, so I think, I think they'll be able to coexist. It's just, 
you know, they're going to hate each other. It's just finding that balance. It's just finding that like middle ground where like everybody gets what they want. And that includes, includes the consumer. Like I, one of my main reasons that I don't go to the movie theater much anymore, not pandemic related is just like the cost. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of theaters now, like you're paying 20 bucks for a ticket and then you're paying like $15 for like a popcorn and another like $7 for a drink and like $6 for a thing of candy. Yeah. Movie theaters are expensive. Look, I bring my stuff. Okay. You can be sneaky. (laughs) That is the, 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 the advantage of either dating a woman with a big purse or your sister having a big purse. I, I've snuck meals into the theater. I've had, I, <laughs> I had a, what was a 20 piece lemon pepper that I brought in there one time. <laughs> oh, I pissed everybody off. <laughs> oh my God. That probably smelled so good too. The people oh. around you were like, what is this? <laughs> so <Ugh>. bad. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I prefer matinees over going to. Oh, I love going in like the afternoons. It's so nice. Yeah. I, I have this like weird mix. Like I love seeing movies like opening night with like a huge crowd of people because you get such a great energy from it mm-hmm. and you get such a great like just like feeling when like something happens and everybody's reacting to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like almost like feeling the movie in a different way. But then if you go and you see it, you know, a couple of weeks after it's come out or like for like a matinee and you've only got like a couple of people in the theater, it's yeah. almost like a different feel. You can enjoy it in a different way. So I'm a little mix on both of those. Cause I do love going to like a matinee, yeah. but I do enjoy going to like a packed theater. Like I think the, I actually think the last movie I went to go see was Endgame. I think and that, and that, that was my last game, last movie too. The last and one like, I saw was Space Jam Two. Um, <laughs> okay, you don't count. <laughs> you don't count. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but like Endgame is one of those movies that you kind of almost not you don't need to, but you want to see it with a big crowd. Yeah. Right. There you, are you want to see. You want to see, see on the big screen. Well, not even the big screen, but you want to see with people. You you mm-hmm. you want to kind of have that experience with people. You know what I mean. But then there's movies like Manchester by the Sea that I can go see at a matinee by myself mm-hmm. and cry all alone. Like that's, that, <laughs> it's that, fun. That, I do that. I do that at home every day anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, let, let's let's move on to the next one. Brand new film. Brand new film produced by Will Smith has been shut down. People have been trying to adapt the novel The Alchemist for the big screen dating back decades, and Smith's outfit recently stepped in to help produce the project, which is poised to mark the directorial debut of John Wick and hereditary producer Kevin Scott Frakes, with shooting pencils to kick off in September with an eye uh, on a 2022 release. However, with much of the cast and crew already in Morocco waiting for filming to begin, The Alchemist has hit some serious financial snags with everyone getting sent home and the entire operation now shut down. Representatives are saying things could be back up and running in a few weeks, but for a movie that was first announced to be getting the big screen treatment in the early 1990s is not a good sign. Lawrence Fishburne spent well over a decade trying to develop The Alchemist as a starring and directorial vehicle for himself, and it appears that not even the presence of Will Smith is enough to stop the latest iteration from running into trouble. Wow, I didn't even know they were trying to make that into a movie. I didn't either. Yeah. I read the book probably probably almost like 10 years ago. It's been a yeah. minute. I don't really remember what happens, but I, I remember I 
yeah I remember it being a book that I was like wow like this would be like really cool if they could make it a movie. <laughs> like yeah. wow this would be really neat but I didn't know that they've been trying to make it a movie for almost 20 20 plus years yeah. that's wild I think they originally announced it in 92 damn so 30 years <laughs> yeah yeah literally almost 30 years <laughs> so, wow. amazing and, and I guess to kind of you think that Will Smith can get anything done yeah. Right. Like how? Like I don't. It didn't say what the estimated budget was or anything like that. I couldn't find any information on that. Um. But I. I wonder if financial backers have just backed out of it. Like maybe just things aren't going well and just not. You know what I mean? Like. But but you know. Will Smith's production company has a lot of hits under their belt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. they like you know kind of dating back to like View Terrace with you know. Um, uh, Patrick Wilson and, and yeah, yeah Samuel Jackson yeah. Um, and then you know most recently uh, the the trilogy of to all the boys they produced mm-hmm. that and I, I didn't even realize that until recently um, they have a lot of hits under the belt and I just kind of wonder why um, they're having financial issues for something as big as The Alchemist it's a major okay. book people love that book I so. wonder if it's like um I wonder if like it's like location issues or because they are filming overseas so I'm wondering if maybe it's just like location stuff or I don't know I feel like there's like a lot of speculation that you can kind of play with when it comes to that kind of thing like if it's not if it's not like working out there's that sorry I'm just like it blows my mind they've been trying to work on it for like 30 years and like it looks like they finally had like their foot in the door and then like like what happened now I'm now I'm very curious (laughs) imagine you know 20 years from now all the conspiracy theories when the alchemist never comes out yeah 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 they're like like have it like stored somewhere (laughs) (laughs) um moving on to our last uh you know news story for the day uh one of the leads of the CW's Charmed is leaving the series. The power of two will have to do when Charmed and the CW returns for its fourth season next year. Madeline Mantock, who has played the eldest sister Macy Vaughn since the reboot premiered in 2018, will not be returning. Only one episode remains in Charmed's third season, making Friday's finale Mantock's final episode as a series regular. Coincidentally, Shannon Doherty, uh, who portrayed the eldest sister on the original version of Charmed, also departed the WB drama after three seasons. So I wonder, is that really a coincidence or was it a creative decision to to have her exit and then bring in a new character like they originally did um, uh, that was played by Rose McGowan? Um, I kind of, I, I just wonder what the, what the whole method was behind it. If she was just unhappy and wanted to leave or ready for, you know, new ventures or whatever the case may be. I, yeah, that, that makes me think a little bit too, because when Shannon Doherty left, I think that there was like a lot of conflict on set. I remember mm-hmm. that being like a thing. So they were like, all right, we're just going to like write your character off. And so they kill her. Um, <laughs> and so she left um, and they brought in Prue, right? Prue. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think that added like such a really good like dynamic to the show to keep it going. Cause how many seasons did it last? It lasted like what, like eight, seven, seven or eight, seven or eight. Seven um that was like a show my family watched growing up that was like one of our favorite shows so do you Um, watch this new the revival i I tried to watch like the first episode and for whatever reason i just i couldn't really get into it i do want to like take the time to sit down and watch it at some point um but i just 
I, I tried to sit down and watch it. I just couldn't really get into it. And I think I was just so stuck on like the original yeah. that I was like, this isn't the same. I don't want to watch mm-hmm. it. <laughs> well, I know there, there, what, there has been like, I, I didn't watch this version, but I, I know there's a lot of drama between the original cast and this cast too. So it was almost to the point where I thought that it was going to get canceled after like I, season two or something. I thought it was too. I thought like, drama. yeah, when it first, when they first brought it up and there was like all that drama going on, I thought that I was like, wow, they're going to do a season and that's it. But when it got picked up for more, I was like, well, okay, I guess it's probably a pretty good show. And I think yeah. that's when I was like, let me sit down and watch it. And I just like, I just couldn't get into it. I really would like to, because it was such a great series um, originally. Um, right. And it definitely like, I think pioneered the way for like female lead shows um but i I feel like it could could be just kind of to pay homage to the original series to have that same character kind of just be removed um or like the oldest sister be removed but who knows i what do you think i've never watched charmed but i think was actually shocking me more is that cw is still around (laughs) dude cw makes such like campy like teenage angst shows and i love almost every single one of them right yeah (laughs) are they still doing like 20 episode seasons yep really shows not all shows a lot of shows though like the 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 dc tv shows are are 20 20 22 supernatural stayed that the whole run Legacies, uh, which is the Vampire Diaries They do, I think, eighteen. Yeah, my buddy's in that. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's interesting. I don't know. I one I, of the few networks still doing it. Yeah, Aside I, from I. The big ones like Grey's Anatomy or whatever. But. Yeah. No, I. I'm actually wondering because I know Smallville is coming back as an animated series. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out: are, are they putting that on there, or are they? You know, where is, is that going to HBO or what? No, it's nowhere yet. It's it's mm-hmm. Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum working on it on their own and trying to oh. pitch themselves. But but yeah, I wonder if Allison Mack will voice her character from jail. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I listen. I listen to Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. I listen to it like pretty often, and he talks about that whole thing. Like he mm-hmm. talks about how how like they were still in production of the show when she had gotten mixed in with Nexium, and and, yeah. and 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 they were trying to trying to get them, get him and Tom, and like you know, it's kind of just a wellness group is what they were you know kind of yeah. calling it. wellness group. Oh my god. <laughs> but all right that's it for news we're going to take a small break and we'll be back with the review for space jam a new legacy You know damn well that I'm gonna go stupid Cause I'm living at these dreams that are lucid Could really give a fuck what her, him, or you said They said I'm a motherfucking nuisance With a drink in me cause I'm so damn boosted I hate it when I go ape shit like a poochin That's where the Marcel and my new friends Alright, so We are reviewing uh, Space Jam A New Legacy uh, Starring LeBron James and Bugs Bunny <laughs> <laughs> That best trips me out every time, man 
2020 film um just came out what this past weekend right friday yeah friday yeah um and as lj said it uh earned 31.7 million i was trying to find uh what the box office was opening weekend for the original yeah i'll look it up and what like that, that's i'm i'm i think i'm reading this wrong because <laughs> I think I saw something about uh, about it. It was like somewhere around the twenty seven million. Two hundred and fifty million uh, was the full box office. I'm oh. trying to find opening weekend. <laughs> it was like opening <laughs> weekend. Whoa! Because no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it it throws me off because if it is twenty seven million, um, it's weird because that was in the height of Michael Jordan's career, you know. Um, it, but you know, between the LeBron and, and Michael Jordan debate, you know they can go ahead and say LeBron won that one if that's the case. Um, well, so it's saying here, I don't. It's not giving any numbers, but it's saying that the original Space Jam was the tenth highest grossing film of '96. Hmm. I'm still trying to find the opening. Uh, oh no, it grossed um, 90.5 million opening weekend. Okay. Oh okay. my. That makes more okay. sense. Okay. All right. <laughs> That makes sense. Wow. Um, and I, like, just like we were talking about earlier, but I'm I'm somewhat wondering if uh, this one would have made more opening weekend if if pandemic wasn't uh, a factor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, people wouldn't have been watching it on HBO Max because that wouldn't have been a thing. Yeah. Um, to you know the same day releases. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think we still would have ended up there, but I don't think this soon. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. But what were y'all's thoughts on the film itself? Like, did it live up to the hype, or? What, what I thought it was cute. I, I'm, I'm trying. You have to kind of remember that it, it's a movie that was designed, like it was made for children. Like it was made to be a children's movie, mm-hmm. and like, I'm almost thirty, uh, and. I have to remember I'm like this wasn't made for me and like my demographic like I'm sitting here like reminiscing on the original that like I grew up with being like wow it's not the same but I'm sure when it first came out in 96 when I was like three Mm -hmm. and like my sister was like 10 it was probably like the greatest movie in the world and so I viewing it from like if I were to like take like kids to it or something i thought it was a really good movie i thought it was a really good movie for kids to see um again it's not made for like a 30 year old you know 25 to 30 years old we're we're gonna see it more as like a like kind of campy cheesy film but i think that's what it's supposed to be because it's made for kids yeah yeah i took my kids to see it um and they enjoyed it uh i my, my oldest had me dying laughing in the theater because he leaned over to me and he says, Daddy, this is some pretty bad acting. <laughs> I'm raising you well. Uh, yeah, early, like very early on in the film, like the first 15 to 20 minutes, it, a lot of it seemed very forced and rough. And yeah. and, and, and obviously things aren't filmed in, in order. Um, so I just kind of wonder how all of it ended up in the beginning. That was terrible. Um, but um, no, exactly what you said. It's a movie made for made for kids so you have to um you have to view it from that lens and um i i enjoyed it overall i think uh don Cheadle did a fantastic job um uh he was hilarious and 
kind of reminded me of his character in Fresh Prince, Ice Tray. Um, I you know, just kind of, kind of dig, and you know what I mean. Like I, I enjoyed that. Um, I, I would say, like you know, if, if comparatively, I, I still would choose the original Space Jam over it, call it nostalgia or whatever. But I, I kind of just felt like there were more stakes in the first one than this one. Yeah, for me, like I just felt like Michael Jordan being shackled in space playing basketball 24 hours a day just yeah. was a higher stake than being stuck in the in the in the in the you know wb verse uh, <laughs> oh my god what did he call it the cyberverse cyberverse no oh, no yeah, no it no. was the oh my god what is it called that's gonna bug me sorry yeah, my dog keeps walking around i apologize if you can hear him like no, panting and stuff Bowie, hi bud. I'm recording. <laughs> he says hello. He wants to be part of it. He's like, I sat and watched the movie with mom. Um, I'm oh my god, it's gonna bother me. Bowie, I know, right? I know it's gonna bother you too, huh? Hold on, let me go let him out of the room really quick. Sorry. You know, you get you get you get. Um, so I can't remember, but yeah, but like what I was saying was like the the fact of the matter of that the stakes felt higher for the original to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I like literally that. like like all right. So if you lose, then all of these people are here in the in the Warner Brothers universe. Don't seem that bad to me. Like if I can bounce <laughs> around and if I can, you know what I mean. Like if I can hang out with Rick and Morty and then move on over to 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 Game of Thrones or Harry Potter, you know what? Fucking, I love it. Like that, like the, the, the stakes just don't seem that bad. Yeah, I I would say that that would stress me out. That would stress me out. <laughs> That's too much energy, twenty four seven. I couldn't do it. Um, I'm seeing a lot of weird ratings. Like IMDb has this at a four point three out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes had it thirty one percent. I don't. I'm thirty one. Okay. So I get it. I love the nostalgia of the original. But this actually like stood on its own. I didn't feel like this was a what I was worried about with this one was when they first announced it. I was like, oh Jesus. Space Jam 2, and you you have you have uh, LeBron James doing it. This is gonna be, I'm thinking they're gonna mirror the first one, like shot for shot type of thing. Um and then we said that it wasn't a reboot, but it was just, you know, just an addition. On its own. Yeah, I was like, okay. Like a spinoff, kind of. Yeah, that would I be, appreciate I, I appreciated the, the, the callbacks to the original. They were very um, kind of few and far between, yeah. uh, which I thought was good to allow it to stand on its own while also yeah. acknowledging the original. Yeah. Um, like the like Ben there, it, done that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, oh, that was beautiful. Lola, <laughs> no. she's like, been there, done that. <laughs> when you when, when they brought in when they brought in Michael B. Jordan, I thought that was amazing. I thought that was hilarious. That was I kinda, so funny. I, I I felt like that would be smart to do, and they did it. And the kind of callback there, they're like, this doesn't even look like Michael Jordan. I was like, it's been twenty five years. <laughs> but I thought my, he just aged so, gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 favorite show of all time is Friday Night Lights. So when he yeah. started chanting, "Clear eyes, full hearts." can't lose i i lost my shit for yeah, a second yeah. um i love that <laughs> moment uh that was my favorite moment of the whole movie i i can't lie when they when they said that um they found michael jordan i was like hold up i i immediately was like i bet you it's michael b jordan and fox mm -hmm. was with me watching it and he goes 
I think he's in the credits. And I was like, that would make sense. <laughs> and then he walks in and I was like, we know it. <laughs> See, I don't, before a, a movie comes out, I'm not watching the trailer. I'm not looking at the, the, the casting outside of like the, the top cast or whatever. I'm not looking at the, the credits. I, I go in so that I don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. that moment, I was literally just like, did they actually bring in Michael Jordan for this? That that would be dope. And then to see Michael think- B. Jordan, I was like, oh, that was hilarious. I laughed a lot with this movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think it's like, even though it was a movie made for kids, it was good for adults too. It's like um, mm-hmm. like the, the Dora the Explorer live action movie, like definitely made for that. children but it was a cute movie like and there was jokes in it that like adults can understand too yeah. um kind of back to like old cartoons that are like made for kids but there's a lot of stuff put in there that like a parent can sit and watch it with their kid so mm-hmm. i think they did a really good with the balance of that like definitely primarily aimed towards kids but like as adults like we can still watch it and we can still enjoy it we just can't like critique it super deeply yeah because like we're gonna look at it so analytically but kids are gonna be like that was fun yeah 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 i really love them bouncing between the different uh intellectual properties um of warner brothers i thought that was cool and i I, and during the game i kind of loved looking into the crowd trying to see who i could spot you know when you see pennywise or like the The 60s batman like the mask you know what i mean like scooby-doo you know iron giant like all that was like was really really cool to to see like i really spent like I, I, I loved that area. I really wanted to just like pause it so I could like zoom in and see what other characters I could find. Yeah. Um, because I guess like pretty much like any any character Warner Brothers has like done, um, they like are in the background. Like you'll see yeah. them like or you won't even see them. It'll be like far in the back, but there's that one like color that they wear that like you're like, oh, that's probably so and so. But they did they they put a ton of people and a ton of characters in there. And I wanna I just want to sit down and like pick them all out and be like, okay, so that's that, that's who that is. That's from that show. Yeah. Cause it was cool. It was like a cool thing for them to pull in like that. Yeah. No, I, so, I enjoyed so, it. So overall, what do you guys rate it? Out, out of what? You want to say out of, out of, out of 10, out of five, what, are we giving it a grade rating? We didn't discuss this. We'll figure it out on the slide. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave it a nine out of 10. Wow. I did. Like, I enjoyed it. I laughed. Now, was the acting great? No, but LeBron is a basketball player. He's not an actor. <laughs> and then also, he's sitting there talking to cartoons. How well do you expect him to do with a cartoon? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I gave him grace with it. Um, and then you're gonna I actually do a movie prepare for it. Say again. So, if you're gonna do a movie, prepare for it. That yeah. was my, my take on his bad acting. Yeah, but, I agree. I and agree it wasn't that. bad the whole movie. Yeah. There, you know, it had its moments. Now, when they when they actually made it out of the cyberverse or whatever, and he was sitting there and he saw his son and he was just like, oh my God, that was corny as hell. I that yeah. was that was horrible. <laughs> I, I that that must have been the first day on set. Because <laughs> that was trash. But <laughs> You know, like I, I didn't have a problem with it. I think um I think they, they did a great job again um with keeping it uh distant from the original plot of the of the original movie. Like, you know, it's a video game, you know, like that that made it that made it different. And it did, itself. it definitely made it unique, which was which was nice. I feel like they pulled into the twenty first century really well. They did. Um 
to go like you know 30 years in the future to what they created they definitely took that technology jump and like integrated it really well yeah 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 i, I give it a nine i'm just you know i i don't i don't there's a lot of people that i've seen over the last couple of days that have basically basically trashing the movie that i don't darren Darren. Darren is just one. I have seen (laughs) so many people trash this movie. Like, actually live tweeting this while they're watching it. And like, oh, I'm 18 minutes in. Oh, my God. Like, bro, just sit down, watch the movie. Well, there are certain people who who just kind of went into it wanting and expecting to hate it. Mm -hmm. And if that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. Like, you know, if you're not going in open to it, Mm -hmm. then you're just going to hate it. No, no, no. I had no expectations with this movie. I honestly didn't, and and it so it exceeded my expectations in general. Yeah. But you gave it a nine out of ten. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> Jess, what do you give it? Um, I probably push it towards like a seven, mainly because, like I said before, it's like I kind of rate movies on whether I'd like to be in them or not. Yeah. and yeah. i think it would be like a cool movie to be in just because of like this the nostalgia of it like having like like really great people in it but i i don't know it, it's also something like it's okay like it was okay like i'm not like this was one of the best movies i've seen mm-hmm. it wasn't bad like i did laugh a lot and i did enjoy like watching it because i watched i actually went ahead and watched um, the original space jam and then i watched this like back to back um and it it i mean it still holds up like it still has that like cheesy cartoon like mix and i think about like how the animation has gone from what it was with the first one to this one and thinking back to like um who framed roger rabbit and how they combined the the animation of that with like live action and just kind Mm -hmm. of seeing the progress is really cool um yeah, I, I want to say probably like a seven. Yeah, 7. I, I would, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a seven. Um, I, I did enjoy it. I had fun with it. My kids liked it. I, I'm going to give it a six because of their remark about the Knicks. I'm giving it a six. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I enjoyed it. You lost uh, a style I, point there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost a style. <laughs> yeah. Point. Um, I, I, I thought I thought what they did with it was was really uh, really creative. I, I loved. Um, I love that the game of basketball that they were playing wasn't just a straightforward game of basketball, but implementing kind of the son's dreams and, and aspirations, I thought was really, uh, that made it impactful to me. Uh, and uh, yeah, so so it was creative. It was funny. The acting wasn't wonderful at all times. The kid <laughs> is a good actor. The, ki- the yeah. kid did really well. I, I, that, I had that same thought. Players. Yeah. the kids the kids were good and i'm like a stickler for like child actors they're either like really good or they're terrible yeah. um yeah. and these these guys did really well i was i was very proud of like the kids in this one yeah. absolutely yeah i think i i think the kids did great i think um you know the nostalgia of it all was was great uh and yeah no i was i was i didn't have any expectations like derek said going into it um i was just kind of open to it and hoped that it was good and i enjoyed it yeah. Uh, so, so do you guys have any other points before we move on? I'm just not a big fan of the uniform. That's pretty much it, dude. Um, <laughs> who else thought it was tune like T O O N and not T U N E? That the entire time growing up, yeah. like yeah. I, 
I remember it and I was like is this like a mandala effect yeah. I remember <laughs> being tuned like like a cartoon like that's, the that's what tunes, I always thought it was but it's we looked it up like because we were talking about it like after we watched the movie I was like I was like why like it, it's tuned we looked it up it's always been t-u-n-e yeah the only time it was tuned was when they had like the tiny tunes when yeah. they like had like the baby versions of the cartoons or whatever and yeah, yeah. I I refuse to believe that I, like <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I agree with that because <laughs> like it's like it's so weird because it, they changed to something in it in like the 80s and like in the 80s is when, when people thought like Nelson Mandela died even though he didn't and I'm like that's when everything swapped that's when everything changed it went from tune to tune uh, but yeah the, no, the, 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 the outfits the were movie? weird oh my god movie? what was it kazam but it's oh, not even kazam. him oh my god or sinbad was it sinbad or it's, it's sinbad it's sinbad, sinbad, sinbad. Yeah, yeah. but everybody thought there was a movie with Shaq that was like the same thing like uh, where he's like a genie i it definitely was. It was i definitely was. i i i uh i also have a a, a podcast of my own shameless self-promotion really quick sure. um where i talk about paranormal true crime stuff but also like weird things like the mandala effect and it is on my list of episodes I want to do and there's so much to it and this is one of them now that I've like looked it up tune and tune I I, I'm so mad (laughs) 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 um also we were trying to figure out what the the cyberverse thing it's the serververse 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 yeah I like that I thought that was cool that was yeah yeah Um, all right so we're gonna take one more break and then we'll be back with our last uh our last segment so We'll be back. If I black out, give me space in this place. Let me fall to my face. Hit the flow, hit the flow. Broke a sweat, broke a sweat. Tears fall, give it all to bless. Never stress. Hit the ground, hit the ground, hit the ground. Bodies covered in that cloth, sleep the sound. Okay, so welcome back. This is going to be our last little segment here. Um, we are going to kind of do just like a just like a quiz. So we're going to do some quizzes. Some of them are going to be some quick stuff. I'm going to keep track of everybody's points and see who wins. Um, we don't know what anybody wins yet. We'll figure that out in the long run. <laughs> but uh, maybe the loser great. just gets a punishment. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to. They have to host next time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> or, or if I lose, I have to go outside. Oh my god! And you can't, you can't bring hand sanitizer with you. Oh, you that would kill go me. Yo, that would have to kill me. You have to go sit in the theater Friday night at eight o'clock and in a t-shirt and shorts. Oh my god! Do you, know how, do you know how horrible that would be? Like if my arm bumped against his chair. Oh my god! Okay, so we know your punishment, LJ. What would yours be? You'd have uh, to, you wouldn't be, you You would have to stay inside. Yeah. No, I don't want to. And, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> no, no in the heights for a month. Yeah. Nope. That movie, that movie fast, you're going to have to see if it'll, if it has like a, like a hold thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, this is going to be com- compiled of three separate little sections. I'm going to have two like normal ones and I'm going to do like a lightning round and just see if you guys can get things pretty quick. Okay. Um, so this first one I have is what is this 
what is this fate? Oh my God. <sighs> Can't even speak myself. Okay. What famous movie is this quote from? Bonus if you can name the character. Okay. Okay. Ready? First one. As if. Clueless. Clueless. Yep. Do you know the character? I don't, I don't know the character. Uh, oh man. Her name is her name is Cher and she's an icon. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second one. <laughs> I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I know that. Um hits the top of the car. Oh my I'm god. A, I know. It's there. Um Oh no, I think you guys froze. No, you didn't freeze. You just know the answer. I'm drawing okay. a blank. Yeah. Hold on, babe. Wait, 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 wait. Before you say it, let's just throw something out there. Let's just throw it. I'm going to say taxi. I don't okay. know. Okay. Uh, Goodfellas. Nope. Nope. Uh, it is Midnight Cowboy. Character is Ratso Rizzo. It's played by Dustin Hoffman. Oh, I never mm. saw that. I did not do that. Okay. All right. All right. Next one. That's all. Oh. That's all. No, 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 that's all. I have no idea. I oh my not, god. Not, not even the slightest clue. Hey, you thought this was easy? Yeah. <laughs> can you can, is there is there is there some hint that you could give Clueless us? Clueless was like, the uh, only one fashion. I was like, yeah, no, that's that. Fashion? Yeah, Devil that's the clue for Prada. this. Yes. Devil wears Prada. Oh. <laughs> Who's the character? I don't know their. I don't remember the character names. Ah, uh, do you know the actor? Um. Well, yeah, Meryl Streep. Um, yes. Okay. Right? I'll give yeah. you. I'll give you a point for that. Uh, Miranda Priestly. Miranda Priestly, correct. Am okay, I wrong next? for not seeing that movie? Dude, where movie. are you? Great, where? Great movie. <laughs> Probably great movie. easily in my top ten. Um, there's there's literally one movie on this whole list that I was like, you guys are never gonna get this. So if you get that one, I'll be impressed. But. Um, the rest of these, I feel like, are like just famous quotes that have been around forever. Um, okay, so the next one. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Now, this quote is actually played on in several other movies, but it originated from this one. That'll I, do, pig. I, what, I, what, I wanted, what I wanted to go with is Shrek, but not pig. Um, is it an animation? No. Literally just pig. Do I get a second guess? Um, man, I'm yeah. so glad I didn't say what I was just about to say. There's no so, way. So live action that. pig movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Babe. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about Babe. <laughs> <laughs> but you know um, when I say Shrek, what I'm thinking is that yeah, do that'll donkey. do donkey. That'll do <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's why I said it. I was like it's played on in a bunch of other yeah. movies because it's not just that movie. It's they use that only in variations in like a ton of movies, but it originated here in Babe. Um, Farmer Hoggett, uh, it's played by jo uh, James Cromwell. I didn't know that either. I just knew that it was from that movie. And I had to look up the actor and the character. I had no idea. So that one I wasn't expecting. Anyway, no. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. Oh, you know it. Come on. Oh God. <laughs> It's the pressure of the lights. This is why I would do horrible. On, <laughs> oh my god! I would do horrible on Family Feud. <laughs> oh my! You is kind. 
you is smart, you is important. This person has an Oscar. Viola Davis? Yes. The Help? Yes. You get two points for that. Ah, back in the game. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you by chance know her character's name? I don't because I've never watched the movie. No. Mm-mm. I've never seen it either. Nah. Uh, her name is Oh no. Oh, is she freezing? She's frozen. Oh no. I was hoping that wasn't my Oh end. no. Ew. Okay. Are Got we you. okay? Yeah. You're back. You're back. You're back, yeah. You're back from the server. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so back from the server. <laughs> um. Uh. I forgot where. Oh. Uh. So that movie. It's uh, LJ. You said you haven't seen it, right? Yeah. Um. It's a. I very much liked the movie, but it's also got a lot of controversy because a lot of people are saying that it's just another black woman's story told by a white woman because Emma Stone is like the main character in it. Mm-hmm. Um. But. I, I enjoyed it, but I am also a white woman, so <laughs> I but I, I don't know. I feel like it, it it was a good movie. I liked it a lot, but like I feel like there was a lot of lines like like this one here specifically that's just like resonates. Yeah. Um, but you got two points. Um, the character's name is Abilene Clark, Miss Abilene. Um, okay, I actually mentioned this film earlier, so I hope you guys can get it. Um, I'm not bad. I was just drawn that way. Yes, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Oh. Who, who is it that says it? Jessica. Um, yep. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Yep. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I don't know the actress that plays her character. I could not find it. I found like a woman who plays her like body model or whatever, but not like the actual actress that voices the voice her. Actor, yeah. Um. So I unfortunately don't. I never have that thought about who actually played her. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the woman's name because I didn't write it down because it's not the voice, but I guess there was a woman that was used as like the body double for the art. Yeah. Um, but okay, so which fun fact that line was recorded before um, any of the animation for her character had been created, and the animator was told, like, basically, like, your biggest like sexual fantasy just create it based off that line, and he created Jessica Rabbit. Wow. So she's not bad. She's just drawn that way. Um, okay, so next one. Uh, I'm king of the world. Titanic. Yes. Oh. Leonardo DiCaprio. What is the character's name? Jack. I also, Jack. Ah, Derek, uh, yeah. Derek gets the Jack point. <laughs> I, I, I also didn't see that movie. You never you saw it? Titanic? Never uh, seen Titanic? Never seen Titanic. I had so to tell... You, you need to see that movie. Um, I remember watching that movie on VHS when it was split into two VHS tapes. I have the Blu-ray. I knew about that. Yeah. yeah. I have um, that, yeah. But the... Uh, I had to tell my mom that that movie was completely fabricated. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it was based on, like, the ship sinking, but in general, it was fabricated like the story was not real there's no heart of sea my mom was like blown away she was like no but the necklace and i was like it's fake mom it's fake (laughs) um i'm I'm glad because rose i'm telling you it's been 87 years she pisses me off rose (laughs) 
<laughs> both the MythBusters, I do believe, proved that they both could have fit on that door. They, they most definitely could have. You could, you can see, or at least taking turns. Take turns. They would switch up. You freeze. She, let, she lets him go. She doesn't even like hold on to him so they can like, about, bring about his body you. in. She didn't care Stupid. about that. You look just okay, so a, mad. Look at that. He is. He is so mad. It's. It's. That's like a whole other podcast. You could do yeah. like an entire show on just that movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, okay, moving on. So, this one, roads. Well, we're going. We don't Back need to the roads. Oh my god, I didn't even finish it. Who says that? Doc Brown. Yep. Uh, played by Christopher Lloyd. Yep. Who conveniently was also in. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? So when I was looking up like characters for that, and I was like, "Oh, what's That's the next right. one?" I was like, "Oh, let's do something from Back to the Future." And I thought of that line, and I was like, "I was like, what's the actor? What is his name?" And I like looked down at the like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and he was right there. And I was like, "Oh yeah, perfect." <laughs> um, okay, next one. Carpe Diem, seize the day, boys. Newsies. No. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I was any guesses? Guess. I'm gonna, huh? Dunkirk. No. <laughs> oh no. Do you guys? Peter know? Pan. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you think of Hook Holy and story. a character in Hook, he is also an actor in this movie. Robin Williams. Yes. Jungle. Uh. Uh. uh Jumanji. Nope. Um. Patch Adams. I don't. Um. No. It's from, uh, uh, I think this is fire? from like, no, I think this is from like the early 80s or late 80s. You're not going to get cage. it. Bird no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the Dead Poet Society. Dead, oh, I should. Oh my God. I love that movie. I'm not giving anybody points. I give you hints. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, one more. This is the last one. So far, LJ, you're smashing it okay yeah. uh all right hello my name is link you killed my father prepare to die uh, princess red yes <laughs> what is the character's name what's that full line he says his name in the line yeah i can't i don't know his full line in, in, in montoya yep in like montoya. Like, yeah i'll yeah. give you a point i oh wanted to God. i just every time i go to say it i almost go to say the esteban the, Esteban Julio Montoya de Rosa Ramirez. <laughs> yes, that's where, I, that's where I always try to go. But it's not it. <laughs> I should have pulled that. If we do TV shows next, I'll I'll yes. I'll try to squeeze that one in there. Um, it's played by Mandy Pat Pattinkin. Yes, Criminal Minds. Yes. All right, so that's the ending of that first little section there. What's that first what's, little round? What's the what's the score? So <laughs> So LJ over here sitting at a good solid twelve. <laughs> Derek, you got three. <laughs> three. Hey man. At least it's better than nothing. It's I was better I than nothing. I was... I will. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we are in to directors. Let's see how well you guys know directors. Um, no. I did have to look a couple of these. So. I knew most of them. There's like a couple that I couldn't remember like the first names of the people, but okay. So who directed these films? Super 8. Okay, nope. What, it was J.J. Abrams. Yes, with, yes, with, with. With, oh my God. 
uh, 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 Spielberg. Yep. I'll give you two points. Because <laughs> uh, they both, like, they, like, co-directed and produced it. I, two people I would kill to work with. Okay. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, sh- nope. I, I, oh. no. Wait, what? Uh, no. That is uh, not M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. I always mess his last name up. Are you sure? I am 100% sure. I could have sworn he did that. No, he did. He did a lot of other movies. Oh, Pan's man. Labyrinth. All right, well, I have nothing then. Because I thought he did Pan's Labyrinth. David Bowie. No. <laughs> no, that was just <laughs> Labyrinth, and he didn't direct it. It's uh, Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm just. I'm going to do it. I already know I'm going to do it. I love that movie. I... Listen, this might be where Derek can redeem himself. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to come back like LeBron's hair. Okay. Um, next one. <laughs> Remember in the cartoon when he first turns to the cartoon and he has to like flip his hair around? That was, that was, that was cool. I liked that. That was funny. He's like, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, okay. So next one, Selma. I'm black. I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, this director mm. is. Uh, oh my god, it's a woman. Mm. Ava DuVernay. Yes, good job. Yep. All right, Psycho. Love the movie. You don't know the director's name. I don't. Oh my god. I don't remember. It's an Alfred oh, no, no. Hitchcock. Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. I hope none of <laughs> Duh. I, hope no, I hope no directors listen to this. I hope they all listen to it. They're gonna be like, wow, she knows her shit. Hey, oh, man. can you curse here? You I'm did. so sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You, you did research. We we're not prepared. <laughs> um I mean you weren't prepared for this quiz, so um okay. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. No, cool. I don't know. Oh my I god. This. Oh my god. Uh I'm blank. I'm blank. It's Kubrick. Mm. Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Next one. Mm. Lady Bird. Oh. Uh, I know that. Um I didn't even see it. What's your name? Um you got the gender right. Yeah, I know. I know the name. I can't think of it. Um, she's the same first name as that, like, 13-year-old. No, I think she's, like, 17. Uh, German girl. Greta. 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 Gerwig? Yes, yes, Greta Gerwig. Oh, <laughs> 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 my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> You really had to dig for that one, huh? Yeah, it was there. <laughs> okay, uh, next one we got Pulp Fiction. Oh, Quentin Tarantino. God yep. Dang, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this film was filmed in the town I went to high school in. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, 
Oh my God, come on. That would be Tim Burton. Yes. Tim Burton, yeah. <laughs> okay, we got two more, two more. Snaps right. help. <laughs> they like they they triggered it in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um next one, the Hurt Locker. Oh, Patty Jenkins. Nope. Nope. It was a girl too. Uh what's her yep. name? Um not Patty Jenkins. Uh I, I don't I don't know. She's brilliant too. She's so brilliant. What else did she direct? That'll help me. Um Um Let me pull it up really quick. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's know. right there. I know it because I just listened to a podcast where she was being interviewed. Um, Man, this sucks. <laughs> I didn't see this one. You didn't see her locker? No. I'm still hurt over Pan's Labyrinth because I love that movie, and I don't. It's know why. probably my. It's like one of the few movies I still have on DVD. Oh, I have a whole DVD Blu-ray co- collection back here. Well, I had to when I moved to LA. I like only kept like a handful of stuff. Oh man! I literally like packed my car up with what I could and drove across the country. And Pan's Labyrinth was one of the things that I brought with me. Love that movie. I gotta get the Blu-ray. No, I think I didn't buy it. I don't think I okay, it. let me see here. Oh my God! Anthony Mackie and Jeremy Renner are both in The Hurt Locker. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't realize that. Where's your director? I don't like how IMDb is set up on the computer. Yeah, it is trash. It's really weird. I'm so used to it on my phone. I really can't find the director slot. It's okay. We can go to the next one. I'll just yeah, so you know, it's yeah, lost from everybody. Catherine Bigelow. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> You're like, zero, it was right zero, there. Dark, zero Dark 30. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. If you um, would have okay. said that, that I would have got it. In like a heartbeat. Okay, last one. Last one for this section here. We got Lost in Translation. I don't know. Nothing? Uh, I know nah. the movie. I love the movie. I, I don't know who directed. Just don't know the director. Uh, it's another woman, Sofia Coppola. Coppola. She did, Um. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. Yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. All right this so is a bonus round, right? Yeah, this is a bonus round. This is a lightning round. This one Where should be very easy. Right now, Where we, we are at, uh, LJ, you are at 14. Derek, you are at seven. Oh, yeah, two right in the round. So listen, right. Derek, you got four out of that last round. Hey, man. Look. LJ only got two. It's the so. comeback. <laughs> This one should be easy because this one here is finishing the titles to Oscar-nominated movies. Oh, ooh, yes. okay. Yes. Um, some of them have won Oscars, but they have at the very least been nominated. Been nominated. Okay. All right, ready? Lightning round. I'm gonna go quick. Life of. Pie. Yep. Girl. Nope. Friend. Um, girl nope. strip. Nope. I want to say girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um. Angelina Jolie. Mm-mm. Oh my god! I have no idea. Interrupted, girl. Interrupted. Oh, never. I've never. I don't know. I've I didn't see that. that. I've never heard really? Of it. I, I know the. Know t- I, I know. The, I know wow. the, the, the uh, poster for it, but I've never. I've never seen the movie. Ah. Never seen okay. the poster either. All right, we're keeping going. We got Little Miss. Sunshine. Sunshine. Oh, that was Derek. I heard your voice first. I Pans. I, I disagree. Pans. Labyrinth. Labyrinth. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, well, I said it. I said it. I, said it. I think that was an even. That was an even. Both of you said at the exact same yeah. time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Derek, your face though—you were like smiling. <laughs> like, because I didn't uh, hear you the first time. I was like, "What did she say?" I thought she said. I think you said hands. I'm like, "Oh man." <laughs> no. Um, the Kings. Ransom. Nope. I don't I don't know. No. I'm just going for broke here. Man. Oh my god. The King Speech. Speech, oh. yeah. Yeah. I never and I, you know, I started that movie. I didn't finish it. Oh, it's a good movie. Um, next one. The Grand Hotel. Almost. Um was it Budapest Hotel? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. All right, spirited. What was it? Spirited. Animation, Japanese animation. A horse. Nope, that's. No. Nah, I don't know this one. No, that's oh my god. Spirit. That's spirited just spirit. away. That's just spirit. Spirited away. Yes. Okay. Okay. Saving. Have it right. Yep. Damn. Dead. Pool. Poet society. Yep. <laughs> Wait, who? And then who got that one? LJ did. Okay. Okay. Um, Pool wasn't nominated. It wasn't. <laughs> it should have been. So then, this is the one that I really don't think you guys are gonna get. This one, I don't believe. This one wasn't nominated for anything. This is just like a movie from like, I think like nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty nine or something. But it's one of my favorite movies. So if you get it, I'll be very impressed. Don't tell mom. Oh, you're not gonna get it. I'm left unimpressed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the Disney Channel in my brain. No, I don't think. I think what? it had like a theatrical release. What's the? Don't tell mom about the monster under my bed. Uh, no. The... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no clue. No. I want to see um, Christina Applegate. She's the lead in it. It's like when she was like 20. This is a movie that I would love to be in, or if they remade it, I would love to do the remake. Uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. I've never seen that. I know never, that. Uh, I've never heard of that. So that is a movie that should go on your list because it is like great classic. Christina Applegate. Um, when did it come out? Sorry, I'm looking to see when it came out. Um, but oh, it's such a good movie. I would like, I would love to watch it. 1991, June 7th, 1991. Mm. So it is 30 years old. Wow. Damn, Christina Alligate's almost 50. She looks good for her age. Okay, so we end here. That was the last one. That is the end of our our quiz round. And that puts us at LJ. You have 17 points Derek you have 12 so LJ you're our winner I, Derek I appreciate your effort but you do have to go outside <laughs> I want to say Derek you know when this is being edited I want to make sure that you just pay attention because there was two questions here asked that I definitely answered first but she gave you the points what which questions but, come on it was hands la- labyrinth and the one before that. Hands labyrinth. Hands, that's yeah, that's hands how I know labyrinth. I got it. <laughs> no, no, no. 
when you go, no, when you I, go back. What? I gave you the point for Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. No, there's another one. It wasn't that one. Um, I don't know. There was two. There was two. I, I know we tied on Labyrinth, but I don't remember the other ones. We tied on the second time I said it. No. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I was just trying to be like, hey, Derek knows this one and I know he knows this one and he's behind on points. So maybe I would, I would look at that no, one a little bit. I think, I but think even that, so, even so, LJ, that still puts you at top, uh, at the top spot. So you won with 17 points. This time. This time. <laughs> this time. Um, I love it. I love it. It's well, fun. Jess, thank you for coming on and being a guest can i put you on the spot and ask if you'll be back as a permanent co-host i would love to this was really really fun yay awesome all right so the official rebrand has begun with lj jones Derek myers and jessica lemon most definitely uh give you uh social media me yeah yeah let's let's, uh um so all of my social medias are just jessica l lemon so lemon with two l's that's pretty much it on like Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. I don't really use Twitter that much as I used to, but Jessica L. Lemon. And then I mentioned before, shameless self plug for my own podcast that I run. Um, it's called Sour, Sweet, and Spooky uh, Paranormal True Crime, Weird, Spooky Cryptids. I've seen that. No, really? Yeah, I think I started listening to that a couple months ago. Really? Yeah. Where did you find it? I don't know. I, I sent it I, to you. Did you send it to me? Oh. Okay. I, I, was, I know I've listened to that before. Okay. I was like, okay. no, there's no way. What in the world? No, but I think it was it was uh it was on a list of podcasts because I was looking into this, um into some podcasts just to find that. I could have sworn I saw that on a list. Well, it's great, so it should be on the list. Yes. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm not that self-absorbed. No, no, but I've taken a hiatus. Uh, It's been like six months. I was going through some stuff, but I have uh, went to San Francisco, went to a bunch of haunted places uh, a couple weeks ago. So I have a few really, really good stories lined up, and I'm really excited to to get the ball rolling on that again. Awesome. so yeah, so at Sour Sweet Spooky for that. And that's going to have more me content if you want to listen to it. So yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much for, for joining the team and be, being a part of Realish. Um, of course. So with that being said, this is, is, is a brand new episode of Realish. We're finally back and we will be back week after week after week from this point on. So farewell. See you next week. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.